0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about
1: you, cowboys? Yes! Go cowboys!
0: This, this, this is Talkin' Cowboys, streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Frisco. Allen streaks
2: in. Streaks in. Touchdown! Hansen has second. It. it, and he bangs it into
3: the touchdown.
0: And now your hosts, Isaiah Standback, Nick Harris. John Machoda and Kyle Yeomans. It's a wonderful Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, live from the Star in Frisco, Texas, in the SWBC Studios. It is Wild Card Weekend, Cowboys Packers Sunday afternoon, three thirty kickoff from beautiful AT&T Stadium. We've got Isaiah Stanback back back in the building today. Oh yeah, John Machoda, Nick Harris, Chris Beam. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Sorry, bud. Oh, sorry for your loss. Apologize. Yeah. How was it? Was it fun? It was cool.
2: It was really cool. Got to go with the kiddo. I got to go with the kiddo, man. Um... You know, I got to see some of my my teammates. Didn't see a lot of them because I had the kid and a lot of the events that were going on. Because you were the kid you, friendly, yeah. You were in so. like the VIP section, <laughs> and they were in the the general pub yeah. public. No, no, that definitely wasn't the case. But um, he landed
1: in the helicopter on top of NRG. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, but uh, repelled down. <laughs> no, my seats. I was at the. I was sitting at the club level. And 300 level Mm -hmm. and flex no i I don't know it wasn't no sweet it was just a higher higher price ticket with a higher view than i probably would would want Mm -hmm. but it was cool i got a chance to sit next to my guy warren moon that was cool um two quarterbacks watching the game together it's probably a bad idea because yeah. we literally are talking through say, all the I different situations really bad for whoever
1: sat around you Yeah,
2: yeah yeah i think he had his dentist with him he that's who he brought to the game uh, <laughs> that's which very interesting but yeah um uh, but yeah so it was it was literally myself my son and warren moon like that was the the lineup there in our row and then a couple rows back was the dude from uh barstools what's his name dave portnoy I guess like yeah, president yeah the president, yeah. The, man, the main guy yeah the main guy he was a few rows
0: behind you yeah oh so you had better oh, seats shut than, up Kyle he, than had a, him. he had a
2: he had a better interesting better view I guess like a multi millionaire um, yeah he was locked. apparently he's like a big time Michigan fan but he yeah, was like, he was like locked in, in. Like, he was geared up locked in like it was ridiculous fascinating yeah. yeah it was pretty cool you should you should have gotten a, a, there's a, a little a more joint. to
4: that though because they're 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 making content yeah. You know, I oh, think I don't, think you, were, yeah, I don't he, think you were going there to make content like you know, like no, he, like, he definitely he definitely had his photographers and stuff yeah. there, like
2: taking pictures of him yeah, watching so the weird. game. But but you could tell he was genuinely so weird. Yeah, he went into the game. game. Like yeah. he was locked in on the game. Like he people were he was cool. People were going up and taking pictures with him. He was like, Okay, yeah, yeah. And he's was yeah. like just like get back to the game. Like so.
1: imagine if like Brad Sham showed up to a Cowboys game with like film crew every week. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that that would
0: make sense. I mean, it would Just be the like most that. Content. It'd be anybody net worth? like
1: that. Do what?
0: Dave
3: Portoy? Yeah. Take a guess what his net worth is. $100 quite Is it,
1: it's is quite a it bit. triple digits? I, I would it, say 80 I know he sold that company a couple years ago for yeah. a ton. And then bought it and back. bought it back for like half the price. Or something. Not like like a even a half dollar. the price. Like a dollar. Oh, yeah. really? He yeah, bought it back
0: for a dollar. That's crazy. Uh, what is it? $150 million. Goodness. Good for him. Sorry He built that from yeah. He built that from the ground up. So hey, on, on that
4: him. on that site you're on right now, what does it say the net worth is for Isaiah Stanford? Uh, <laughs> Fifteen dollars. Well, he had better seats,
0: so it's probably one hundred and fifty one million. million. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, right. Right. that's what I thought.
4: I, mean. right. I, I would love for, for for my name to pop up on there, and it says like seventeen dollars and twenty seven cents. Don't right forget now. the twenty seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's very important. You need that twenty seven. says
3: sixteen million.
4: You're right. Yeah. Oh, I'm
3: sorry. That's Warren Moon. My. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, Definitely not. That. You got to be throwing shots back there. Definitely <laughs> not.
4: You got, good, you got a good picture there. I like that—the one of you and your son and warm moon. That was dude.
2: That's that awesome. not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Was I was cool. glad to. My, that was. It was important to me. Because yep. Warren Moon was very important to me and my development and my tenure over there at the University of Washington, he was the first African American quarterback. I was the second. We were sitting there watching the fourth. It was pretty. It was pretty dope. Yeah, huh. um, pretty dope. Pretty surreal. Uh, my son had no idea. I was sitting there we talking to my son. I'm like, you know who the first black quarterback was at the University of Washington? He was like, yeah, you. I said, you know who the second one was? He was like, yeah, you. I was like, you know who the first one was? He was like, no. I'm like, that guy. He was like, in Warren's order eating popcorn. I'm like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. The, that's me. <laughs> so, Who's the third? Uh, 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 Price. Price. Price,
4: Price. I don't remember Price. Uh, first name? I can look it up. Well, yeah. Price. Keith yeah. Price. I found, this, Price. I I found Price. this picture Keith the Price. other day on Instagram. It made me uh, I think of you. I forgot to send it to you.
2: Yeah, that's a dope one. That
4: mm-hmm. amazing. Moon. That is awesome. Warren Moon with that.
2: dubs. super so, yeah. awesome. Yeah. That I, a... until, like, really? yeah, I could
1: have told you he went to UW until you came Really? Yeah,
2: I couldn't have told you that. He's a beast, man. Yeah, it's awesome, though. That plus all the records in Canada and NFL. Keith Price? Keith Price, yeah. yeah.
4: When I first started like really watching college football as a kid, though, uh, Washington's guy was Steve Atman. and I Steve, saw Steve. Like, yeah, he or, was like, there. You know, the I wish I could have us. saw him, yeah.
2: man. There were so many alumni events that I just couldn't attend because they're usually at bars or, uh, or they had like I think they we had Offset, Offset, and some other people at so our So I had heard that nice. it was tough yeah. for like.
4: Uh, the, some of the pregame tailgating things like that because of the, the weather. The weather was, was so trash, bad. bro. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we, didn't, we were going to get to the stadium early, but it was literal thunderstorms. Like, we were driving there, and the clouds were rolling in. It's and like I had, hail. I had the and... sunroof open, and then you just feel like that gust of cold air come through. You're like, oh, because it was like a 73-degree day. It was mm-hmm. cloudy, you know, on and off rain. And then it dropped down to, like, 40, like, immediately. And it was just freezing and freezing rain, and it was nasty. So, like, we parked. And like you just try to hurry up and run in the stadium. And then after the game, it was pouring again. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> And then we walked the wrong direction. I was like, where the heck did we park at? <laughs> that's how it was last year at SoFi for the Georgia TCU
1: National mm-hmm. Championship. Okay. And like the people that were sitting in the upper deck of that stadium were just oh, getting rained on. That's it was, right. It was pouring rain. That's right. Cause yeah. it's open. Nui was, mm-hmm. was one of them. Sucks. Nui was one of them. That sucks. Poor Nui. Yeah.
2: But That right. is what it is. But it was all Cowboys, baby. Yeah. You know, my boys had a chance. They, they dropped the ball. Now Cowboys got to deliver. College football over. Over, baby. It's in the back. Wild card round. Yeah. Wild card. Time for a little Uno. Time for a little little, little uh, news and notes. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, there wasn't a lot that happened in the building yesterday, as, as per usual. Yeah. So that uh, there's not a whole lot to dive into on news and notes. Um, I, I guess you could take a look at uh, uh, the defensive unit and just kind of the confidence that's being built around, um, um, you know, the uh, the defensive unit going into the playoffs. They're coming off a stretch where allowing 88 rushing yards per game, 17 points per game in the final three games, and uh, Jaron Ron Kearse, uh a couple other guys, um, a lot of confidence in that unit. Dan Quinn expressed that on Monday as well. So um, I, I the more I look at this Green Bay game and the more that I kind of see what they do well, um, defenses that they have done well against, I feel really good about this Cowboys matchup. You know, yeah. I, I think I, the more I look into it, the more confidence I have that this, this team should be able to pull this one off and uh, pull it off comfortably. Yeah
0: no updates yet on tyron smith tyler zach, or tyler smith yeah. excuse me yeah tyron smith he's good no should be ready now. to go yeah <laughs> knock on wood uh tyler smith and zach martin appears both of those guys are trending in the right direction we'll get more on that today correct mm-hmm. yeah in terms of practice
1: stefan gilmore as well same thing with stefan yeah
4: any Eddie- mccarthy say on monday that he thought as of monday he thought tyler would be in the limited category, I think. yeah, yeah, it, which it, is a step up from last week. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure,
1: and that that would be huge if he's able to get on the field as limited today. Although I, I don't expect him to be limited today because like some of the times on Wednesdays they'll be like, yeah, we expect him to be limited, and then they don't practice just because those Wednesdays they take really light. I would be surprised if he's limited today, but I think tomorrow would be the big determining factor on if there's actually a little bit of concern going further into the week. That's just me though; that's that's my thinking. I'm, I'm wondering yeah. if
4: they're going to practice outside or yeah, because they're. It's cold outside, but they're also playing inside, Yeah, and if they win, they'll play inside again. So I'm wondering yeah. how that will be today. I mean,
1: Learned there's only there. a possibility of one more potential outdoor game the rest of the way. And yeah, it's in California. That's if, that's if they play in San Francisco. And right. That would be warm, you would hope. Yeah, you would think they'd be sunny <laughs> in 75, if you hope.
0: Uh, now, I'm, I'm interested, just from a, a Grass. mindset standpoint.
2: Grass. Grass? Yeah. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, that is the difference. Well, what I'm right. saying you want you want them to practice on grass as much as possible because mm-hmm. of the how Injuries. much easier it is on the joints. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I'm interested from a player standpoint. Did you like it more going into playoffs? Because you were in playoff scenarios with multiple teams. Yeah. Did you like it better if you kept the schedule completely the same, didn't change anything, completely business as usual, mm-hmm. or maybe a little bit more emphasis, a little bit more intensity? In business as usual.
2: Yeah. Why is that? Because you want it to, as much as you know it's not a normal week, you want it to feel as if it's a normal week. Because, you know, the reality is football players and most professional athletes are uh, creatures of habit. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to break that habit. You don't want anything to, to mess with that schedule. Um, so you want to keep it as normal as, as possible. I mean, now you're still going to have more film. You're still going to put in more hours, all that kind of stuff. And people are going, oh, why don't you put those hours in in the regular season? Listen, y'all, y- you do, but it's, this is the playoffs, so you put in more. It's overtime. It's unpaid overtime. So you go out there, and you take care of business in that regard. But, yeah, you want it to be as normal as possible so that you can go out there and your 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 clock is rolling. You don't, That's why you don't like those Saturday games. Those Saturday games throw you off completely. Flip, they it. completely screw you up. You know, Thursday games screw you up, and except for Cowboys are used to that. But those Saturday games, man, for playoffs really really suck because your 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 body clock. Now you obviously turn it on, right? But your natural your natural clock, you know, man, that's in your body, like it's not on. <laughs> you wake up that day, and you're like, oh, okay, oh crap, we got a game today. Oh, you know, so you got to kind of kick yourself into gear. So I'm happy that those guys have a Sunday afternoon game.
4: And with this particular team, and the situation that they're facing, I think it would be foolish to do anything different. You've been awesome at home. You've won your last 16 at home. It's gonna be a 330 game at home. Why point. would you do anything different? I am completely open to the idea of trying to change stuff up if they if let's say they go on the road to San Francisco.
1: Yeah.
4: Because of just how they've played on the road. Uh you know, they played better obviously against Miami, but if they wanted to do something to switch some things up for that game, uh just because they'd lost them the last three times they're like, hey, let's just try and do this a little bit differently. Maybe this is a spark, whatever I can listen to that. But this week, if they win this game next week, you should do exactly (laughs) what you've been doing. Don't touch it. Right,
0: That would be interesting to see if they do upend it going into San Francisco. You just
1: completely change everything. You
2: guys don't think San Fran's going to get upset at all? What do you
1: mean? I'm telling you, the Rams... Beaten uh, before then? The Rams have a good chance, but I'm taking the Niners 10 times out
2: of 10. Who are you thinking? I don't know. I just just get a sense that there's going to be one heck of an upset that nobody's
4: seeing coming. It's going away. It, it would It's a the the play. like it Packers over playoffs. Cowboys? Stop, stop, stop. No. What, stop, stop, man? That. Don't say that. <laughs> Can't say that. I don't work for the team. I can say wild
0: stuff. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. <laughs> uh, let's talk about that Packers team a little bit here, it, it, unless there was any news and yeah, no. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you so much.
1: Packers. <laughs> got to check. I really had to cook something up there. Got, got it I saw you, you cooking. Up. I was
4: like, I was yeah, already.
1: the defense. Uh... I was impressed with what you came up with. Believe
0: it. <laughs> uh, Packers. The youngest team to make the playoffs since 1978 in terms of median age.
2: Yeah.
0: They are a young, young ball club.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Does that scare you a little bit in the fact that they're young? You can get a little overexcited. You can be, uh, of course, you're led by a young quarterback. Jordan Love, by the way, first quarterback in Packers history to lead their team to the playoffs
4: in his first season as the full-time starter. Aware. Brent, Brent you should Park be aware. You should aware. You should be aware. You should not be scared of anything that they're doing.
0: Okay. What do you mean? You shouldn't by be scared
4: that? of their roster. You're playing at home. You're the you're battle tested. That there's nothing that the Packers bring that you should be scared of. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be looking back at what Vince Lombardi did, or Mike <laughs> McCarthy, or Aaron Rodgers, or Brett Favre. That that's all behind. This it's is history. A different Packers team. Uh, you, you've been great at home. There should be nothing that scares you. Be, be aware of that stuff by all means. You should definitely not take them lightly. They can they can beat you, but you should not be scared of that. What would they do best? Based off of your, your early study. It's, it's funny because I think that they're probably at their best when they're throwing it around. Mm-hmm. But you want to go AT&T and throw it around? That's a bad idea. Let's see what happens. Bad idea. I don't bad. think that's a great idea. I think that you, you probably need <laughs> yeah. to run the ball. I thought it was interesting. NFL Research tweeted out that stat yesterday about... Um, of of all players that have ever gone against the uh, Cowboys, at least three times or more, rushing-wise, the highest rushing average any running back has ever had against the Cowboys is Aaron Jones. It's like at 120-point-something. So, two is Barry Sanders, and three is Walter Payton. So, Jeez. I think their best bet is to run the football and keep the Cowboys' offense on the sideline. Yeah. But their best thing is probably throwing it around. I mean, Jordan Love had a had a big year, statistically, with his arm. He's got some weapons on the outside, but I think that's a foolish game plan to go in ATT Stadium think that you guys want to get in a shootout with with this Cowboys offense.
1: Yeah, and that running back room has been just so banged up this year, too. Yeah. It's it's interesting how they kind of approach this game. I, I will say that offensive line's been really good for them. They're allowing the fourth fewest sacks in the NFL. Um, end of the season really strong, only allowed two in the final three games. So <laughs> um, if they want to pass it around and they want to enact that play action game that they do so well, then you know they've they've certainly shown that they can do that. But what what will win? Is it the Cowboys pass rush or is it the protection? up front for green bay if they can get some protection then you know i think they'll be able to make some things happen but if they can't i just i just don't see where this offense finds consistency that's that's me specifically um they also do really well out of the halftime break i think this is something to kind of point out uh they score the second most points in the nfl uh, or actually the most points in the nfl in the third quarter mm-hmm. cowboys are bottom five in the league in the third quarter so i think Coming out of the break, really strong with those halftime adjustments. If if the Cowboys can kind of mitigate that and do those two things, if they can attack the pass, uh, attack the uh, uh, Jordan Love and come out of the half strong, they win this game comfortably in my eyes.
0: And you mentioned the run game and how much they've they didn't rely on that early in the season. I mean, when they've been winning these games late, they've they've relied on Aaron Jones. Last three games, he had 127, 120, 111. So I mean, they they used him quite a bit, and he had 20 plus carries in each of those games with with Aaron Jones and and I would, like you said they they've had a banged up running back room do you feel better now going up against a, a two-headed attack out of the backfield than you did a couple weeks ago just based off of what you've done these last 3 weeks if the, if you're the Cowboys after Buffalo torched
4: you for 266
1: yeah i think there's i think that's healthy a little I bit mean, of confidence. Higgins is up
4: back i mean yeah. that's a huge part of that's it
2: that's big <laughs> i think so i mean this is this is I feel like they're playing themselves offensively. Yeah. Um, This is a West Coast offense. Like Packers. Yeah. Yeah. Like to the T. Like this is the route combinations, the concepts. I mean, this is literally Coach McCarthy reincarnated on that side um, with less weapons. So uh, our defense should be very familiar with this style of offense. I think the biggest challenge to the Dallas Cowboys defense this week is going to be communication. I truly believe it's going to be communication just because of how these guys get to their route concepts. They're they're running a lot of bunch sets, tons of bunch sets. And even when they're not in bunch, they motion to a bunch or they shift to some type of bunch. Everything's a three-by-one. like Almost everything they do comes out of a three-man route combination, and it's hard to decipher who has who. Um, And when you're trying to play – Man to man communication becomes very important because you need to figure out, hey, on these switch releases, you know who's taking what guy. Are we in and out in this? Are we locking it? Um, when you're playing zone, this if he has time back there, they these concepts will can eat up the zone in a heartbeat, and you have to play it balanced because they have a running. They do have these guys that have a, a solid running attack. Um, I don't think they're home run hitters. They're, they're definitely not home run hitters at the running back position in terms of their scheme, but they definitely like to create shorter down the distances. They want to have a – this team is more disciplined in terms of just having long withstanding drives. They want to end up in second and four. They want to end up you know, in, in third and three. Like they're, they're comfortable in that position. And then it makes it difficult for you to really be aggressive because they only need a handful of yards to get the first down and move the chains. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to take the big boy shots over the top. They don't feel the necessity to do so. So these guys are patient in that regard. And I think that's going to be the greatest challenge to Dallas. Can you communicate in a passing game? Can you negate even their ability to get three or four yards on the ground, right? You're not trying to stop them from cutting back and taking this thing you know taking the top off it these guys just want to be manageable down a distance and they are disciplined enough to keep going it like that the whole game so conditioning is going to be huge as well um and then you have to get some stops and to your point they can't they can't win in a shootout but they they do a good job of having sustained drives
1: to the point of getting stops i think one of the more important things out of this top three in this game is winning the time of possession battle. Yeah. And we've seen that be so critical for the Cowboys this year. And whenever they possess the ball 35 minutes or more, they're undefeated, 6-0. and yeah. mm-hmm. So especially in a game like this where you're going to try to mitigate the run mm-hmm. and, and limit what Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon do out of the backfield, um, you want to take the ball out of a, a quarterback that's a top five passer in the league, second in touchdowns, you got to win that time of
2: possession battle. And it's really weird that his stat line is like that. It's mainly because, his office, because, because it's a West Coast offense, he gets the ball out of his hand relatively yeah. quickly, right? Yeah. So that's why I would imagine his stats were like that. But I don't like his ball. Like, I don't like his ball. It's weird. His ball, like, floats. There's no velocity on his throws whatsoever.
0: That was a knock on him coming out of the draft is that he didn't have enough, I guess, just Plain and simple, velocity, oomph. To yeah. It. yeah, I mean, he's got a strong arm. Don't get me wrong; he can get it down the field. He can get it down the field, but it's in the air forever.
2: Yeah. So, in in regards to, and again, I didn't I didn't do a bunch of research on Jordan Love prior to I mean, this game. Right. Um, I'm looking at him and. and in depth now but like his ball he's he's on time so in terms of him not getting sacked it makes sense because he's getting the ball out on time but he's releasing the ball so early that the defensive backs have just as great of an opportunity to find the ball in the air than the receiver does Um, and it's not getting there in a in a in a quick manner so if you can be in good position and you can get your head turned around i think our dbs have a great chance of getting multiple interceptions in this game Multiple.
1: Multiple.
2: Multiple. I mean, the ball seems like it's in the air for 20 minutes. And I'm not talking about one or two throws. I'm talking about I'm watching a lot of his stuff. And I'm like, yo, like this, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I know I've already brought it up a couple of times this week, but I think it's just it's an important note in this game. The Cowboys' rare opportunity that they have the experience advantage in a playoff game, and this is definitely one whenever you're going up against the the Packers' offense, um, the oldest guy uh, in their entire pass or, or in their entire uh, uh, ball catching room, whether that be receivers or tight ends, is Christian Watson, and he's 24 years old. Yeah, yeah. And their top six leading receivers are either rookies or second year guys. I mean, it's it's crazy, and then you got Jordan Love, a first year starter. Uh, I, I think. If, if you if you put the pressure on them early, you, you you get points. Take the ball, get points, and you sustain that o- over the course of the first half. And you make sure that they don't come out of the half strong. I think they win this game by two scores.
4: You go up, really you go into the fourth quarter up fourteen, and, and you don't blow that please, lead. Please, please, <laughs> <That> sounds great.
0: <laughs> F- force them to throw the ball around a little bit. Get after it. Uh, I want to continue this conversation a little bit when we come back, uh, talking about the defensive matchup versus Green Bay. Where is this defense going to spread? Plus, I want to play a little game with you guys. is not allowed to play unless he puts his phone down because we have the same notes. Uh, we, we share the same Google Docs. So when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the Cheetah Savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And
3: now... Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated.
0: 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details.
3: Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at blackriflecoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys.
0: app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply, member
2: FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you?
3: Dear doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time. But what's the right gift that says thanks for being a shoulder to cry on?
2: Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve.
4: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
0: Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. This portion of the show is brought to you by Quaker Oats, a super trusted superfood. Quaker Oats are the official oatmeal sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. You made the road trip back yesterday. You got back in town. Did you get your oats in this
2: morning? I did not. I had my baby girl with me, and she's not allowed in the lunchroom, so I did not get my Quaker Oats with me.
3: Mm. They so bad. what did you
2: eat? <sighs> Actually, we, Wednesday mornings are usually our Waffle House stop. So oh, wow. we stopped oh, there. Yeah, we did, okay. a, we did a Waffle I'm gonna House huh? I'm going to join
1: y'all. I'm going join you one of these days. Bro, yeah. <laughs> What's your go-to <laughs> t- you right now, my,
2: my wife and I are having a competition right now in terms of body composition, so mm-hmm. it's not the place that I necessarily should be going. <sighs> don't but get the my chocolate
0: day. chip waffle. Yeah, what
2: you get? I have waffle and eggs. I eat a bunch of eggs. Mm-hmm. A bunch of eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Disappointing. I only eat half my waffle, though.
3: He was there to do the Waffle House challenge.
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh, that
1: yeah. would ruin that Half place a for me. waffle and four eggs. Yeah,
2: I would never go to Waffle House ever again. I, I gotta get never, back on the track. Never. I had a lot How of. Do you, the, uh, we went to the movie theater down there in Houston. You ever been to a movie theater that has a VIP? Shut up, Kyle. Has a VIP <laughs> section. There's a v, You could pay for a VIP ticket. That's the most
1: Houston th- thing I've ever heard. Bro, it's kind of like thing. I've so ever it's heard. sectioned
2: off, right? So it's a whole another part of the building, right? Has its own movie theaters, Bottle and you have unlimited. Listen, unlimited Icy's. Found drinks and popcorn. There's the bottle That's service. That's the bottle service, yeah. they bro. Kind of look like, right? Happy the birthday, sign. Isaiah. <laughs> bro, it was Go, so worth it. it. Go Huskies!
3: They got like solar <laughs> in their hands.
2: <laughs>
4: like, it was so worth it, bro. So like, I only went one time to one of those. I'm not gonna say the name of the theater, but yeah. the one where you can eat there. Yeah. And this dude that was sitting like two rows behind got like some like chocolate sundae, and it was in like a you know in the, the glass type sundae thing, yeah. and just like the, yeah scraping oh, out everything. Like, like, yeah, like oh, yeah, I mean, you're in the middle of movie, like. Did You get it all, bro. We good?
2: I hate trying to watch this thing.
3: That here. drives me I'll never insane. Do it again.
2: <laughs> I hate like unnecessary noises,
1: so yeah. that drives me crazy. So you got like another section in the corner, and they're buying like all the icees. Oh, so you're like, man, give, give me 20. 20.
2: Give, give me, me another round. <laughs> it was awesome though, because my son was like killing his icy. That he's, like, he's doing the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, bro, it's gone. Do You want another one? Like, I'm gonna go get you I'll another one. Get you one more,
0: as long as you stop. <laughs> Just tell me what oh, I missed in the movie. What'd you go see? Aquaman.
2: Okay. How it was, was it? It was good.
0: Yeah. It was good. I liked it. You didn't like the first
2: one. I did not. Yeah. I did not so like I'm, the first I'm one. I'm actually shocked that you went to yeah, the first one. Yeah, the first one was pretty soft, but I mean the first one was pretty soft, but I like the second one. All That's right. Funny. Let's get back to football. Uh
0: <laughs> Green Bay wins seven of the last ten to go into the plays, playoffs and to make the postseason. Uh, Isaiah was talking about it a little bit. The the makeup of this team, the way that they 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 work effectively down the field. I want to play a little game with you guys. Ooh. Where do you guys think these two ranks or let me rephrase which team do you think ranks higher in these categories so m- more efficient between the cowboys and the packers we'll start with average pass epa you think it's the cowboys or the packers that ranks higher
1: explain what average pass epa is again so
0: it's expected play basically is uh, epa is when you decide to throw a pass it's the expected analytics of how many successful and how okay. many yards it, it, it does on average, basically. Okay. It's kind of a hard thing to explain
2: without reading the exact... It's a tough question you know. being that these are the same offenses pretty much, Kyle. I, I, you I would take the similar. Packers
1: here, though, because I feel like they take a little bit more downfield shots. Do. Okay.
4: It's a good question. I mean, I hate to just Nothing. make fun of your game here, but yeah. have you guys looked at the Packers' schedule? Yeah. The Cowboys might have two losses against that schedule. So none of these stats will surprise me. Green, Bay, Green uh, Bay is not in the playoffs if they play the Cowboys schedule.
0: Chicago, Atlanta, New Orleans, Detroit. Show me
4: a loss on there if the Cowboys play that.
0: Uh, Detroit, maybe. At Detroit, yeah, maybe. At Detroit. Oh, won. They won
4: at Detroit. You're know that you you're sure about that? the Chiefs at that point? <laughs> yeah, okay, so we'll that's give that's them two. <laughs> yeah, the
0: Chiefs weren't playing very at good. At
4: Chicago, come
0: on. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. It's that terrible. It was against a bad Rams team. It was against a bad... Broncos
4: team that they lost to three I just want to ago. keep everything in perspective. No,
0: there. that's a good point. No, I'm glad you did. But average pass EPA, John. Which one do you feel like <laughs> ranks I'll go higher? Packers.
4: I mean, there's this daunting schedule. I don't know how they got past that. I don't know how they started out two and five, honestly, looking at this. It, it is bizarre pretty
0: bad. Uh, Cowboys actually rank higher. They're second in the league wow. in average pass EPA. Oh, yeah. The Packers are fifth. What about run, run EPA, rush EPA? Do you think that's Packers far and away, or do you think it's the Cowboys?
4: I would think Packers on that.
1: Most mm. of them have had kind of an under the. Yeah. Uh, they've kind of. Stop trying to look at the. Sh- no, 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 I'm not. They've kind of fell short of uh, expectations.
0: Put that down. Stop. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's over here cheating. He's looking at the same notes. <laughs> um, I would take Cowboys. Okay. Slightly. I'm going to guess Cowboys, Kyle.
0: It's the Cowboys, <laughs> which surprised me whenever I looked at yeah. it, is the fact that the Cowboys, like you said, sneaky season, but not the, not the rushing campaign that you thought yeah. that they were going to have. You thought Dallas was going to be effective running the football. They're seventh in the league in average rush EPA, and the Packers are 12th. A uh, couple more, and honestly, John, it, you, you, you were making the point before I made the point to a certain extent. You talk about average at, pass EPA allowed. <laughs> It's not on there.
2: <laughs> I'm looking at the reflections. Use
0: your there. use your use your, use your, uh, your intuition here. Hey Zach, average what? pass EPA allowed. Cowboys seventh. Packers twenty third. Average mm. rush EPA allowed. Cowboys tenth. Packers are twenty third. Mm. Cowboys have no business. Messing around in this game early is ultimately the point that I was trying to make, which, and, and to add to it, John talking about the schedule specifically, top to bottom, this was against a much worse schedule competition-wise than what Dallas had in, at any point in the campaign.
2: So what about, what about this offense gives you the bubble guts, honestly? About the, the Packers, Packers offense. Yeah, that's what we're talking about today, right? Packers office.
1: Um, Efficiency. But kay. like that doesn't give me bubble guts. I think it's just something they do well. There's nothing that gives me bubble guts. Yeah, that doesn't bother you? I would say that. the
4: biggest thing is just them coming into the game. Nothing to lose, and you just get some guys that just play no, above no, no, no. what they they're, normally they're play. Like like their in, their offense, just their. You're offense. talking about the Packers' offense. The Packers' yeah, offense. That's what I'm talking about. Like Jordan Love has these floaters that you're talking about, yeah. and they're just not picked. They just end up that's getting completed. How it goes, that's usually. what I'm talking about. That would be the only only thing. Again, kind of like, a, oh, yeah. 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 Again, though. <laughs> I just <laughs> a big
0: playability
4: too. See, I mean, I'm not like I'm not a guys. Cowboys fan, so when I say things like this, I don't care about the jinxes. People always, oh, don't say it, you're going to jinx. whatever like that. I'm just like. I've seen this Cowboys team play too many times at home for me to sit there and think that – for me to expect anything other than yeah, to win I this game.
2: I don't really care where the game is being played. I just think You
4: don't think it matters 16 in a row at home? How come really nobody, else it, nobody else is doing it? Why isn't nobody else even close listen, to doing listen, that if it's just I not a big deal? I that it matters
2: to the outside, but I'm talking about – I look at personnel matchups. I don't give a dog on where I play. We can play at the playground for all I'm caring. Well, right? but this at,
4: particular team that we cover isn't you. in that I'm, realm. I
2: hear you, but I'm looking at matchups. And when I look at matchups – I feel confident in Dallas' ability. I want to see Jordan Love under pressure.
4: My argument to that is I can look at matchups where you're like, Cowboys advantage, Cowboys advantage, Cowboys advantage, and it can be on the road, and I'll be like, I still don't know about this game. So that's the only problem with, with this particular team.
2: I hear you. I hear you. So taking that out of it, taking out where you're playing at, I'm looking at the players. Yeah, and that's what I look at. Okay, I look at the and I'm players, at the players too. And if all the their scheme. alarm
4: clocks wake them up at that exact same time they the take the scheme, same route to the stadium, I really <laughs> like their. I really like their chances.
2: I <laughs> like. I like Dallas's chances too. I. I foresee the only problem with this team, being that they are consistent and they are persistent, right, mm-hmm. In their ability to be balanced offensively. You're talking and about Green Bay. That's all we're talking about today, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. like, yes, I, like their ability to be balanced bothers me. Efficient. It, yeah, Their efficiency bothers me. Like, And and, I, and that should bother Dallas. And they are going to have to do something to disrupt that. You can't. The Gilmore injury affects how aggressive you could be in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Physical. Physically. Right? So now you're asking your guys to play coverage, whether it's man or zone, from off. You're, you're asking your guys to play off coverage now. Because Gilmore's not going to be able to come up and jam up people with, it, with that shoulder, regardless if he's on the field or not, okay? And if he can't come up and jam, then nobody else is really going to come up and jam, right? Because you have to be able to decipher who's doing what and who's playing who. And the concepts that they run, I have a little bit of bubble guts that they take the, they take some of their, the win out of the Dallas's sale. Mm-hmm. Being that they're at home, right, John? Because mm-hmm. going to your point, energy and all that jazz, you're getting hyped up and it's third down, it's third and three and it's, oh, the mood of chains. Okay, now here we go, third down again. And oh, oh, they move the chains, right? And just them just being able to sustain drives and winning that time of possession that you're talking about, Nick, right? Being able to take the win out of Dallas' sales and not just getting really close to making big plays, but them just not happening, mm-hmm. right? And like that's my only fear that I have about Dallas' defense versus Green Bay's offense. There's nothing lightning about it there's nothing that's gonna like there's i don't fear a big spark from these guys it's not a dolphins it's not a it's not, not, a, not a buffalo play. it's not a big play type team it's just a team that's just gonna chip away chip away chip away all right did we score awesome okay now we're just hoping that our defense can make a stop right and then if they if you don't score on offense then they're right back to it chip away chip away chip away, chip away and all of a sudden you're looking around you're like dang it's a dog on third quarter mm-hmm. right that's my only that's my only fear if i have one that that is it
1: I'll say this. I think the best defense for the the, the Cowboys on Sunday is their offense. Yeah. I, like, if they can if they could chip away some clock, um, again, win that time of possession battle and really I, get it
2: going. I'm not doing this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Derek Eagleton with a shout-out over there. Um, it, it, I think if they could just have long, sustained drives and keep that offense off the field, then they, yeah. it, it just whittles down their opportunity to win. I, I don't see – we'll talk more about it tomorrow. I think there's a ton of opportunities for this Cowboys offense tomorrow. But, um, but Yeah. That's how I see
2: it. Does that make sense, though? It does. It does. Okay, so, like, just just consistency, man. Like, there's – I know a lot of times we want to sit up here and talk about splash players and how, you know, big play- – that's not them. That's not and – and they don't – third down doesn't bother them. There's some teams where third down, they're like – they get jittery. They're like, oh, crap, here we go. It's third down. Here comes Dallas with their blitz, and here comes Dallas with their pass rushers. I don't see them being nervous about that. Now, they need, to be, they need to respect the crap out of it, but I don't foresee Green Bay coming in here being nervous about third-down situations in this pass rush. Now, you have to earn that right by going out there and taking care of business on Sunday. You hit Jordan Love a couple times in his mouth, then they have a reason to fear it. But I don't foresee them coming in with a fear. I think they come in with a respect and a high regard. But again, because of the scheme that they run, this is Dallas's offense for all those people that, that haven't watched film yet. This is pretty much what Dallas does offensively, except for they do it a lot more with two tight ends, and they do it a lot more out of the bunch formation. Yeah, So you're worried about them getting the ball out quick? They're going to. And just slowly? I'm worried about them getting the ball out quick and us playing soft in the secondary because of what we have out there and what their capabilities are. I I don't want this team to be able to keep just work its way down the field. I don't see why you would play soft against them.
4: I'm, and the I'm, only reason I'm, why I say that I agree. is because be aggressive. They beat you on a big one. Oh, well, now you get the ball. Now you go do the same thing to their, yeah, to their defense.
2: I, I totally agree, but Gilmore, like, I'm projecting based right. upon my personal experience. I don't foresee Gilmore having the capabilities
4: of being able to be pressed and be physical. Well, I'm saying that with that, he could possibly get beat. Let's say they give up a couple touchdowns. Well, then you come right back at them. Yeah. You don't sit back and let them slowly bleed you like that. You just don't do that. You come up and you play aggressive. They beat you in a couple of plays. They beat you in a couple of plays because you can't sit there and let them just beat you with a constant yeah. quick game. You need to allow – the best thing you have going for you on defense, as far as I'm concerned, is that health of, the, of your edge rushers. I mean, Mike Parsons is healthy. DeMarcus Lawrence is healthy. Doran Armstrong is healthy. Dante Fowler. Like, you have all these dogs ready to eat. Sam. You have to allow them to eat. Yep,
0: I agree. So. I, I am with you. Trust me. I think it's a, a, a good conversation because this is a team – In Green Bay that has a similar mindset, a similar game plan, or might have a similar game plan as to what Buffalo did to you a couple weeks ago. They're not nearly as physical. They're not nearly as talented as Buffalo. I'm not comparing the talent and the (laughs) physicality. But that's what Buffalo did. They moved the chains. They kept going. It wasn't the big playability. It was the run game. It was bleeding you to death. And it was just death by a thousand cuts. Mm -hmm. That's what Green Bay would like to do to take the crowd out of it early. Whether or not they're good enough to do it, That's still to be seen because I agree with John. I think health-wise, this is a Cowboys team that's going to have a lot in their favor. All right, when we come back here on Talking Cowboys, little national storylines to get you ready for Super Wild Card Weekend. we got some stuff coming up here on the other side of the break. More Talking Cowboys right after this. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. This segment of the show is brought to you by Invisalign, the official smile of the Dallas Cowboys. Isaiah back. John Machoda, Nick Harris, Chris Beam in the back, and Kyle Yeomans. All right, John, national storylines. It's playoff time. Wild card, baby. Woo, here we go. We're
4: jumping all the way to the Super Bowl here. Super Bowl wow. odds coming at you. <laughs> that didn't take, take long. Who do you think is the favorite to win the Super Bowl right now? Baltimore. 49ers. 49ers. It's 49ers. Dang it. Uh, they're plus t- 225. Ravens are second at plus 325. Who do you think is third? Uh, the Bills. <laughs> um, I agree with you there. Yeah. yeah, give me Buffalo. They've been hot. So there's a there's a drop-off between mm-hmm. the Bills. I mean, sorry, the 49ers and Ravens. Then it's the Bills at three. Mm-hmm. But it's very close between the Bills and who's at four. <clears throat> I know the answer. I'm Dallas. Right. Yeah. So do you guys look at that as kind of it's those four and then everybody else?
2: Yeah. Are no, you?
4: because I feel mm-hmm. like any other team in the NFC could catch Dallas
1: on the wrong day, for sure. It, it, likewise for the Bills. you know I feel like the Bills could yeah. get tripped up at some point. Yeah, All it takes tough. is Josh Allen throwing three picks and the Steelers are in the divisional rounds. <laughs> it's
0: kind of like what we talked about a <laughs> little bit. Was, I think it was those four. It was either Monday or yes, or it was yesterday when we were talking about how there's, there's six teams in my head that can win it all. There's six teams. And Baltimore, San Francisco, Buffalo, Dallas. I would say Detroit and maybe Kansas City. I don't think any of those other teams
2: can in at all. I think Kansas City has a chance this year. Uh,
0: that's why I said maybe yeah, Kansas City. A lot of people so maybe five and a half green. teams.
2: I'm a little bit
1: more pessimistic. I really only see like two. Yeah. <laughs> see, but that's the NFL, though. Yeah. Like, I, know. I, I, know.
0: I agree with you logistically. I would <laughs> yeah. say it's Baltimore, yeah. San Francisco, but it never works out like that. And
4: yeah. if it does, it does. I mean, they're yeah. the one seeds for a reason. So Vegas is with you for the most part, except for on your Detroit. Okay. Uh, so Vegas actually has, uh, after the Cowboys, they have the Chiefs, Eagles, Dolphins, and then the Lions. The Lions Ooh. are plus 2,000. It's a, it's a long, long road. My thing on the Absolutely. Lions, so I just—I I, I, I haven't looked I this up, and I, pro- this I probably should have, <laughs> is I just don't know, like, a Dan Campbell. You know, your first time coaching mm-hmm. a team in the playoffs, like, it just seems hard for that to be a team to, that to you happen. go to the Super Bowl. Like, usually you have to kind of get there, you know, kind of— isn't it Mike McDaniel's first time too, though? I also don't think they're winning the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, well, I, I know, but I'm
0: saying <laughs> yeah. compared to the Vegas odds yeah, yeah. specifically.
4: Sure. But it's, it's I mean it's very it's not that much higher than than the lines. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one I want to talk about is most likely Super Bowl matchup. Obviously, the first is going to be the 49ers Ravens. What do you think is the next most likely Super Bowl matchup? Baltimore Dallas. and Dallas. No, on oh. either of those teams. <laughs> either
1: of
2: them. Yeah. So Buffalo
0: like and
2: Bills, Niners.
0: Yep. Yeah. Interesting.
2: I had a vision that it was going to be Baltimore and Dallas. Just saying. And then, what Have do you vision? think? When, is, was this 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 when was this vision? When was this like last week? I think I was asleep a couple of days ago. Seriously? <laughs> okay. I don't dream. I really don't dream. So it was and, a and like vision? I woke up and like it was like you know something's like you feel like you're in it. I'm, I'm like, like that's man, that's so man, Raven. Yeah. Dallas versus like Dallas versus Baltimore. All right. Weird.
4: I know, bro. I know
1: we're gonna circle back on dude, this, dude. We're here, so totally gonna thing. clip this. So 40- Baltimore and Dallas, Baltimore Dallas. Uh,
4: that's okay. what. Forty Niners, Forty Niners, Ravens is I don't one. Know what happens, but it happens. Forty ers Bills is two. What do you think is three? Now Baltimore and Dallas. No, dang. Steelers, it. Lions, um... San Francisco, Kansas City. Yep, really.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's San Francisco, San Francisco, San Francisco. Yep, against the top three teams in the
4: AFC. Yep. Interesting, and, and then fourth is Cowboys Ravens. Oh, finally, so very close. The Cowboys <laughs> nice. Nice. The Cowboys-, <laughs> Cowboys Ravens is very close to Fort Niners Chiefs. It's very very close. Huh. I know nothing about betting. There was a guy that was sitting in front of me from from ESPN.
2: There was like a whole crew from ESPN. You could have just and, and, asked Dave Portnoy. No, so dude, yeah. I probably could. Yeah, but but dude, like turns around. He's like, hey, you think they're going to cover the fifty five? I was like, I don't know what you are talking about, bro. <laughs> you said, you said the, dis- the disgust on his face. He looked. I said, I don't know anything about betting, bro. Yeah. he was like.
4: <laughs> I, was like, what, bro? I do think that's funny though, because we're all obviously sports fans here at, at heart, uh-huh. and I do think it's interesting how we all can't be obsessed with every part of it. And there is some parts that you enjoy more than others. And I'll give you a great example of something that I think me and this gentleman are very different on, Uh-oh. and that is knowing the playoff scenarios. Yeah. yeah like you and sad yusuf are like super into them. like even after the game like like the like we went down um outside the locker room when there's still like a couple minutes left in the game in washington and sad knew every single one of them like no if, if packers win then it's whatever like that mm-hmm. and i'm embarrassed at how much i'm like yeah okay whatever you know but like i don't know them like that so like the like i think it was last week we did the show when you yeah. like had them all like like listen like i do not follow that stuff at all and I want to say about three or four weeks ago, CD was asked about it. And CD was like, I don't know, man, I just see what you guys write or whatever. And I was just like, CD, I've never agreed with you more about anything. (laughs) Like, I'm just like, there's just so much different things, especially with the way that everything ended at the end of that Washington game. It was down to like the last minute, you Mm know? Um, So I just think to your point, like, I don't think we can be all like into every single, there's just so much that goes on with social media. There's so many different things that you can know about. It's, I mean, it is, there's a lot out there too. So, I completely get you not giving yeah. <laughs> an laugh <Brumman. aff> about.
1: <laughs> I'll say the Rams coming back and, and beating the Niners right. late in that game, it made it very exciting because you look it at it on fun. paper and you're like, okay, if they win this game, that means they're going to be the sixth. They won't see the Cowboys until at least the NFC Championship mm-hmm. game. They have to go through the Niners. If they lose, they're coming here next week. And I feel yeah. like that's the hottest team in the NFC when all their starters are playing.
0: Yeah, we were on the first oh. word. We were finishing up the first word. Uh, yeah. broadcast, and, and I had it on my computer. We had already found out all the scenarios, and we were going back and forth, and I mean, <laughs> Isaiah, Nate, and Barry were in the middle of talking, and I'm just sitting there just watching like the the final snaps of the, the Los Angeles game just to see who's winning where, and yeah, it gets kind of crazy there at
4: the end. Last one, uh, it kind of, in fact, it, it impacts the Cowboys a little bit just because it's the NFC East. Uh, so, I like drama, and there's obviously some going on in New York right now. So, <laughs> Giants defensive coordinator Wink Martindale uh, reportedly cursed out Brian Dable, the nice. Giants' head coach, um, after. So, a lot of spit in that conversation, I would imagine. <laughs> their season <laughs> obviously <La-ball> ended. <laughs> yeah, their season obviously ended, and there were coaching staff changes, mm-hmm. and some of those changes included. A couple of Wink Martindale's closest confidants on, on the defensive side. And while the Giants want Wink Martindale to stay as the D.C., he was furious with these changes. And this is all from a New York Post report. Uh, stormed out, and next thing you know, that there's pictures of him at the airport <laughs> flying to Florida. Uh, he was spotted on Tuesday morning at Newark, Newark Liberty International Airport. Uh, oh, he went to Newark? Wearing a black sleeveless vest, which he always does, Yankees cap and joggers. So, I mean, this is just such a New York thing for, like, everyone to have, like, the video and, like, <laughs> pictures and everything like that. So I, I believe he has a one-year left on his contract. They still want him to be the D.C. Dable still wants him to be the D.C. Um but it's kind of up in the air right now because this is a time of year when even when your season's over, generally your coaches are doing exit meetings and things like that. So mm-hmm. they're usually not storming out and then leaving. And, and just the fact that it's in New that York. Was,
2: that so. wasn't the only drama they had in New York. Saquon Barkley opted out of his little, um was it, um, how was it, optional Player exit yeah. meeting. Yeah, they had oh. optional exit meetings. He was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. Wow. He was like, "Wait, if you guys are gonna tag me, just tag me now." Like, yeah, like I went through this last year. Like, he's, he's not, showing he's up to not camp. happy, bro. He's not showing up to camp. He's pissed. <laughs> I think he gets tagged.
3: I think his quote was, uh, "They have my number. They can call me for that." No, no. Yeah, he's
4: pissed. Yeah, he knows what they're gonna do. They're gonna tag him again. You That's- guys still think Brian Dable's the guy there? I mean, he'll be the coach next year, but. When they first hired him, I was like, Man, I think that's that's the right hire. I think I that's a great so. hire for them. And we now were, I'm like, We uh. were
0: talking about it week one. Yeah, I, I remember so being so. on this show, going into that and saying, Dayball's
2: got that thing, we're working in the right direction. He, he He's might be done better. He right. might be better. He might be one of the guys who's just a better O C. Yeah. Might be. Everybody's not, you know, a great head coach.
0: And you can have a flash in the pan as a head coach and Mm -hmm. not be a good head coach. Like, you can have some success just based off of, hey, it's a new hire, so everybody wants to impress the new
4: coach. But, like, establishing a culture is a different thing. Can you be a good head coach or a great head coach without being a good or great coordinator? Yes, because
2: your head coach, your job
4: is a manager of men. Can you get to that job in the NFL without having the coordinator? Or, mm, probably not. I don't see that, no. Yeah. I think you're. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You have Pierce to have might, that. Antonio Pierce is oh, probably the best one, yeah.
1: example of that. You know, and he might be a great coordinator. coordinator. We just don't know. Yep. Exactly, yeah. Yeah,
2: that's tough. That's yeah, why that's I give credit. Point. He's an exception because of his, his
0: career. Right, true. Yeah. That's why I give credit, though, to what Mike McCarthy has done. Because mm-hmm. he came in and did not have a great first year. But did, did he waiver after that? No. No, he's he's continued establishing a culture. He did what he needed to do to turn that team from six wins in 2020 to 12 wins in 2022, or excuse me, in 2021, and then you had 12 wins in 22, 12 wins now in 23. So, I give credit. I mean, sustained success in the NFL is the hardest thing to do.
3: Dan Campbell has never been an offensive coordinator, by the way. Oh, Dan there you Campbell, go. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Good one. Yeah. So he was a tight ends coach, and that is a good. A How do you coach.
4: find this so fast? <laughs> He's Chris Bean. It's freaking well, Beamer I, baby. I, I, he well, knows Dan. Beamy. AI Beamer. I know
3: Dan and I don't I didn't remember him being an uh, OC. Right. He was assistant head coach for the Saints, and that's kind of what he got. He, was he called Dan. I was
1: just about so. to say that. He
3: called He shot a him a text
0: message. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he said, hey, have you, you ever have been a two-way coordinator?
2: A coordinator. <laughs> no. He's like, no, man,
1: but, you know, I never reported as an offensive coordinator. <laughs> no. like, no, Beam, you know, I just love talking to you, man. Wow. Shots hanging I will be here all week. Nice job. This week I'll be here all week. We will be here all week. We will be here all week. That's
0: great. We'll be back tomorrow, Thursday morning, 9 a.m. Central Time. We'll give you a little QB vision. Mm -hmm. Cowboys... Offense versus the Patrick Packers defense. That was terrible. You
2: blocked it, bro. I did not touch that. I just (laughs) played solid
4: defense. Just got my hand in your face. Oh man! I'll take frame.
2: Chris
0: Beam, Isaiah, stand back. John Machota, Nick Harris. I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. We'll see you tomorrow with more talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
3: How about this, Cowboys?